to you because I believe in you. I don't want to do it, basically. <laughs> I don't want to do what she does. That's what she's, she's like, I think you'll be better at it. Yeah, you're better. You're I, gonna like, that. Like, I bet gonna... you said you were better at it. Mm-hmm. When, when, um, Perpetually. Yesterday, when <laughs> Sethan was trying to teach her how to get level so he could go to y'all's house, he was like, come on, hurry up. <laughs> like, because we, our guests weren't getting here till seven. So he was like, well, if I'm going to take Layla, then... So I was like, he was like, oh, can you just teach us? One of us? Then we can yeah. just do it. Which you've been trying and, to figure out. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he was like, well, yeah, I guess I could. And I was like, and I was like, <laughs> Laura was already walking in here. Like, <laughs> well, I, just, I know that this is, and I, I said, know this is going to fall on me. So. Laura wants to do it. <laughs> I said, why don't you teach Laura? Because I just feel like she's going to be better at it. <laughs> and but, it was like an hour and a half later. And I was like, fuck. There's a, we would I have fought. Learned. I would have broke all the equipment. We, we no. would have already, I would have already called a lawyer. I was like, about to say, like, the, there was no, that would, mm-mm. No way he's going to teach me this. Like, not only. You can learn it, but he can't teach you. <laughs> yeah. He can't be the one to if teach Seth you. If Seth taught me, then I could teach you. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Right. I yeah. Could, yeah. I yeah, could yeah. teach you after I learn. He does not know how to speak to me in a way that is educational <laughs> no, whatsoever. No. No. No, 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 no. It's just, yeah, it's infuriating. <laughs> Which is honestly, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're here again. If you're still listening to us. It's me again, Margaret. Hello. <laughs> it's me. Then that is exactly. Sing everything. That's exactly how many seconds we can sing of a song yeah. before we get sued. Yeah. So. <laughs> we got Hello. it. Hello. All right, we're done. Mm-hmm. And name that tune or you lose. Um, it's Casey. Laura. And Mickey's back. Hi, Mickey. Hi. She's like, oh, fuck. Oh, wait. We're I'm here. This is, I'm, that's right. My microphone. Talk. I'm here. I'm here. Got you on the can. She's here. So we are recording our third episode of the day, and it's 10 o'clock, so that gives you how an idea of how unproductive we've been today. Yeah. But when you have a child puking everywhere at someone else's house <laughs> aka mickey <laughs> you can kind of see how it's been a slow day around here yeah and in fact uh perfect time to thank you mickey for handling my child when she burst into the room while we were recording her episode with uh, your husband yeah so thanks you're welcome <laughs> mm-hmm. well I, I want mickey to talk me to sleep at night you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think we're doing here laura uh t- well today we have a very special treat what? casey's what? doing a research topic and i get to relax so it's like this is what my third 
in how many episodes? Two years. Season three. <laughs> Maybe like one a season. Yeah. Well, I could only imagine what you have picked out. Oh. Oh. I'm excited. Oh, but wait. <laughs> oh, but wait. I actually do wait because I haven't pulled up my notes yet. I totally started. <laughs> so, have you even picked a topic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you like googling? Are you googling like, super funeral fast right related now? funeral related stories? Things I can talk about on a podcast about <laughs> death. Hmm. Hmm. Give me a few more minutes. Okay. Well, yeah, seriously, my email is not coming through. So give me a few more minutes. Well, guys, I think there's a uh, too many ships in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> too many shoes just in kidding the kitchen. you even messed up your your like wrong saying i meant to okay that was the point okay <laughs> thank you for joining me today laura <laughs> no but i'm saying like you messed up the one that you messed up already yep mm-hmm. that was my point oh okay <laughs> and again if you've been listening to this podcast by the way this is casey and this is laura if you've been listening to this podcast long enough you know that i don't know how to fucking say a phrase no. To save my fucking life. <laughs> I fuck it up every chance I get. Unless it's some back ass word. Yeah. Which is also a phrase if you're not from the South. Mm-hmm. A back ass word. Um, southern phrase that makes no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get it right. So, for example, how many times have I said, it hit me like a bag of shit. <laughs> or, She's there's too many sub- shoes in the kitchen. She's or, a useless submarine, as a submarine door. As useless as a submarine door. Yeah. Very actually <laughs> functional. It's actually very functional and necessary. Um, <laughs> we need those. The actual saying is, as useful as a screen door on a submarine. Yeah. But, Casey... <laughs> reporting for duty ready to fuck it up yeah um what are some other ones i've quoted wrong i know there's so many i can't those are some of my favorite hits yeah so i've said oh god do you remember some of the irish phrases i was teaching you yesterday in the kitchen no <laughs> my short-term memory is garbage what about well the walnut my- oh oh as wrinkly as walnut yep yeah. there you go i do you know that it. one i got it right um <laughs> The other one of my other favorite Southern sayings is face so flat she could bat a wall. <laughs> you know, you're talking about this. I'm so grateful that you fuck them up because when they're re- like when they're right, I don't get it. <laughs> so when you say it, I get it. I love it. I love it. That's some fucking clairvoyant. I'm always like telepathic shit. Like, Please explain this. And people just look at me like, are you fucking kidding me? Right well, now? you're in luck because yeah. this episode is all about the origins of some very popular phrases. Thank God. That are rooted in death. Because I wonder. Most of them. Yeah. Some of them are just like, here's some phrases I fucked up. <laughs> here's where they come from. But a lot of them are rooted in the death in death or like the macabre. Yeah. You know, like the dark Saved side. by the bell. Which is why I was like, we have to do this episode yeah. with Mickey. So in the last episode we recorded, which was Laura's research topic, on a break, Mickey was like, wait, is this about Saved by the Bell, which we had talked about, but I would like for Mickey to just refresh our, for, refresh our memory. Okay. Um, well, all I really know about Saved by the Bell, of course, I grew up in the 80s, and I loved that fucking show, Zach Morris. Love you. Still do. <laughs> um, anyway, no. When you actually look that up, 
in on Google or whatever you want to do, it is talking about back when people were buried and they would accidentally get buried alive <laughs> because they didn't know. And so they started, people would start making these graves that um, people, if they were to be buried alive, there would be like a long tube down into yeah. their coffin up above the earth with a string that they could literally pull down and ring a bell like send for somebody help now. to come save my ass i have been buried alive save which episode was fuck? was it episode two where i was like y'all just bury me with a bell and just so even if i'm dead as fuck i just want some wind to blow and creep the fuck out of visitors <laughs> yes. like that bitch is alive oh my gosh that's why there are cats in cemeteries because they love to ring bells. there you go <laughs> <laughs> we did a research talk yesterday on <laughs> cemetery cats, like why they're attracted to cemeteries. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just Wait, why are they? We don't, we don't just, know. Yeah. But there are a lot, most There's cemeteries just like a have bunch a cat. Of stories about like cemetery yeah. cats. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that, yeah. That is interesting, right? I'll Google that. I'll Google that. Or you can listen to our episode when yeah. we talk about it. <laughs> or you don't have to. We'll do I mean, the you work for to. you. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't have to Google it. We'll do the work for you. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, Thank okay, you. you don't have to. Uh, uh, or you don't have to. You are a it's free okay. woman. It's all right. It's your life. You do what you need. It's fine. <laughs> I used to want a t-shirt so bad that said, just Google it. <laughs> I know. Just Google it. Mine is uh, Google me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Google oh, I've, me. I've Google me, you're not the only one. What is, wait, what is it? Kim Zolciak's song? G G O O G L E. Google me. It's a horrible. Song. I did not know this was a song. It's a horrible song. Wait, who sang that? Kim Zolciak. Okay, it's okay. No one should know her. No. She's a um, real housewife of Atlanta. The the white woman with the big ass blonde hair. Ew. That yeah. That's enough. Bitch, I got big ass blonde hair with my extensions. I'm talking you about you me. said the word housewives oh. of Atlanta and or housewives of anywhere, and That's, I'm just I'm done. I'm good. I hope you're still friends with me when I inevitably end up on the Real Housewives of Athens. Um, bitch, I'll be your <laughs> rival on there. Okay, <laughs> y'all can be frenemies. Oh my god, Andy Cohen, if you are listening. <laughs> Come down. Send a production crew. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> One day we're going to serve Casey bar. Casey and Mickey got and watch this. what happens live. Mofo. Come on, Andy. Please. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Anyway. That's what we're doing. So, yeah. Not just like the Save by the Bell, but they used to also have oh, the windows. This, what windows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There were windows. Glass caskets. <gasps> do you remember this episode? Oh, yeah. Of course I do. Those are <laughs> So, I guess you're like, <laughs> poor sad husband could come back and just like see you in there. But they never were actually buried. Again. They that's, never actually. That's where glass caskets started from, though. Was the they, first they just had the windows. Okay, yeah, I guess you don't. I don't. She's I like, don't. of course I remember. Just Google it. <laughs> God, can hey, um, if anyone's out there listening, can you just send help? Because I'm getting red really hard right now, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so uh, should we start? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So here's how I want to do this. Okay. I'm going to say the phrase, and then I'll ask Laura. If you don't know, I'll ask Mickey. Then the next one, I'll ask Mickey, and if she doesn't, I'll ask Laura. But I want y'all to guess where it comes from. Okay. And if you're right, then I'll elaborate. Then you'll give us a hug. <laughs> what do we win? Do we get to motorboat? Oh, sure. I was like, a hug, ew. Oh, you want to put your head in my tits? Absolutely. Bring it on. You don't have to win anything for that. I'm winning. 
God, I love a girls only podcast. <laughs> Last episode, we're talking about vagina foam. And I know. This could go downhill really fast. Okay. So, on that note, you ready? Mm hmm. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Here goes. My first phrase is mm-hmm. bite the bullet. The meaning is to accept something unpleasant and just deal or basically get it done. Uh, Where does that come from? What's suicide? the origin? Huh? Suicide? No. No? You want to take it? Just take a fucking guess. I, I, okay. That's fine. She's like, fucking, I don't really want to. <laughs> Um, okay, so before the invention of anesthesia, anesthesia, God, that, and usually during a time of battle, like in war, uh, get it? Instead you, of a leather you know, strap, a patient would have to bite down on a bullet while they were repairing whatever mm-hmm. or doing surgery to distract from the pain and probably avoid biting their tongue off mm. or literally like chomping their teeth in half doing yeah. damage to their gum because the pain is so bad and that's your body's natural natural response so but bite the bullet. that's just I, that bothers me because out of all the things they could bite on why a bullet i'm guessing during military times yeah. like during battle like i that's, get it i get it but why waste a bullet or, or why bite on something so small like it, well hmm? maybe there was more like, give me one. a belt let me bite a belt. Yeah. Maybe it was more than one bullet. And also, like, if they just choke, it's really easy to be like, that was sucked, man. He died during surgery. <laughs> Next. He got shot in the throat. That's that bullet. That's where that bullet came from. Yeah, that's sad. We shouldn't be saying that about our military. God bless everyone. Oh, no, no. Nowadays? Oh, yeah. Hopefully they fucking... We've done, we got a lot in place. I think, I hope, the Geneva Convention. There's a yeah, lot of morphine medics. out there. Yeah. yeah. We have medics... Now, Joseph Lister. We're talking morphine. like Civil War days. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, the other, not the only other. What? No, never mind. Sorry, that was stupid. Go ahead. What, but weren't there, wasn't there a time that Wait, bullets. there's another way that. What, bullets were made out of wood? No. Yeah. They, like yeah. the pellets, like wooden pellets. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that was like. But that was my thought. I was like, no, that wouldn't be like used in military. So that's yeah. why I was like, well, that wouldn't be so bad by bad anyway. But I could be. But also wrong. like Sorry, it, back then, like if you're in war, you've probably back in the day lost all your fucking teeth anyway. So maybe it's just gum on gum action here. <laughs> like you're just nomming away <laughs> on like your po- bullet. Like my poor toothless Rupert. Yeah. It would just hurt worse to rub your gums. So they yeah. give you a bullet and you're like, this is better. Well, and you also had wood teeth, so. And there's still bone under the gum. So <laughs> just Nikki is losing We've it broken right now. her. We have broken I would still want a belt. <laughs> like, please don't make me bite the bullet. I want a belt. It's fine. I get it. Well, like, listen. there's more to bite on. There's more surface area. A when bullet Mickey, is tiny. During wartime, when Mickey goes in, in my teeth. and she can, like, give her writer her list of wishes, when she joins the military, <laughs> she's going to ask for a belt. Yeah. And I'm sure can they I will accommodate her when she needs surgery <laughs> in a time of battle. <laughs> my motherfucker, take my belt off. I don't want a bullet. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so my next phrase. Matt yeah. is a hatter. And if you've listened to our live episode of Go Bar, you will know where this comes from. I'm asking Mickey first. Mickey? Alice in Wonderland? Everyone thinks that, but no. What? Yeah. Okay, so Alice in Wonderland got it from whatever you're That's right. Lewis Carroll ripped off. Not really. Just took it from history. But 
you're right not i mean you're wrong <laughs> something to do with mercury poisoning there you go so the meaning is to be crazy as all hell mm-hmm. um in 17th century france uh, mercury poisoning occurred among hat, hat makers who used mercury for the hat felt mad hatter's disease was characterized by shyness irritability tremors emotional disturbance gastrointestinal disturbances weakness and or partial paralysis of legs and psychosis i like how they saved like i was literally like changing this to my own words mm-hmm. <laughs> the wikipedia had psychosis very last i was like well that's a pretty fucking big telltale sign <laughs> so let's just so psychosis but yeah it, they would inhale mercury and mercury poisoning makes you go insane and that mm-hmm. was when the big thing happened in north georgia where the crematory was not burning bodies but they were taking bodies in and then giving concrete dust mm-hmm. as human remains or yeah. Crema- remains, yeah, yeah, to the loved ones, and they found 436 bodies scattered amongst North Georgia, babies, old people in their hospital gowns, senior citizens with their hospital bracelets still on. Um, they he had no defense, but it wasn't your, the guy who ran it didn't burn bodies for years. He just threw him in the woods in north georgia yeah yeah um and he would give concrete dust to the, anyway it's awful yeah. but um their theory now is his what happened was there was not proper ventilation and in burning the bodies the fillings and people's teeth were burning up and he was suffering from mercury, mercury poisoning, poisoning because once he was removed from that and he was in prison for a long time. He's out of prison now. But once he was removed from it, um, he really was like, oh, my God, that was terrible what I did. You know, because he was just mad as a hatter. He was mad as a hatter. So he that's a theory. We don't know for a yeah. fact that that's what happened. But yeah, some, it makes are, sense. It yeah. all fits. Yeah. That's this cool. one's kind of a funny story, but turn a blind eye. Oh, first of all, it means to, like, ignore reality or ignore something willfully. Turn a blind eye. I can't think of where that might be from. Yeah, I don't know how you would. But just think, no, no, okay. Um, so, a little history story. Admiral Horatio Nelson led a British fleet in the Naval Battle of Copenhagen in 1801. Admiral Nelson had one blind eye. His commander, Admiral... Sir Hyde Parker instructed Admiral Nelson to disengage during a battle. The two men disagreed over tactics, and Admiral Parker sent his signal to Nelson to disengage with the use of flags. By use of flags, it is said that Admiral Nelson <laughs> defiantly placed his looking glass over his blind eye and said he simply did not see the signal. <laughs> "Quote," that, well, putting the glass to his blind eye. "Quote," you know, folly. Is that how you say Foley. 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 That sounds just like him. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I have only one eye, and I have a right to be blind sometimes. I really do not see the signal. End quote. So, yeah. So, that's where turning the blind eye comes yeah, from. Yeah, so he just... Yeah, there's no fucking way I would I know. I was that. like, why did I ask that one? That's dumb. I was trying to relate it to death. I was like, because someone's like laying down on one side. No, 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 that doesn't... Okay, Time of okay. battle. People okay. died. It's yeah. related to death. I know. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> not 
so like black and white in my episodes. Yours are way better. <laughs> Everyone knows this. Do you really think people are still listening to this episode right now? <laughs> I've definitely either gone back or forward. <laughs> Or to the next yeah. no because they yeah. want to they want to see if you can make it all the way through without next. like without messing up one of the phrases that you're actually reading off oh no because that's one of our listeners favorite things is case you messing up phrases up. yeah uh, guys i oh i was about to say i think i'm gonna have this one because they're funny i know yeah. too many shoes in the kitchen shut the fuck up shut the fuck up <laughs> now i'm getting no. her complex casey do so you know for- what that means too many shoes in the kitchen. <laughs> Do you know what it means? Not really. That's my favorite thing is when somebody asks me a question I don't know, I ask it back like with confidence. Oh, but do you? That, really? Was that rhetorical? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No, my favorite fuck up for listeners out there. And I think Laura has heard me say it as I say, that shit has sailed. <laughs> like that. Shit. That shit. That shit sailed, has sailed a long time ago. And that's literally what I thought the phrase was for a long time. That's okay. And <laughs> never even thought like just replace one T with a P and it actually makes so much more sense. I yeah. had a vision of just shit sailing away or at least floating away. Like, oh, we have what are called Mickey moments. Oh good. And they're fucking embarrassing. <laughs> me but i'm so mature now that i tell people because i think they're funny as hell just straight up like hey this is what i said a long time ago you need to know this now oh my god (laughs) they're embarrassing girl i feel you yeah it hit me i don't know why i mean you would think somebody with no education would say some of the shit that i have said why are your wrong phrases all related i was gonna say i always say i always fuck them up and they go back to shit like (laughs) It hit me but like a okay bag of shit. funny, and people need laughter. Yeah. So yeah, well, it. thank you, Mickey. <laughs> but then well, she's like, like the potato hit the fan. I know. I know. I can't. When it actually involves shit, I always fuck it up. <laughs> what was uh, the... Uh, God, hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, literally on a podcast, I was like, don't lick a gift, gift horse in the mouth. And she's like, why would you lick a gift horse? I was like, it's their mouth. Why would you like... That's. I'm not saying I would. I'm saying you shouldn't. Don't lick the gift horse. And she's like, "No, we're not licking it. We're not looking." I was like, "Why would you look at a gift horse mouth? That don't make no sense." And then I was, then I was like, "I'm an idiot, and I hate myself." You're right. Stupid. I thought it was lick. You know how many times I probably said it in job interviews. All right, so you get (laughs) phrases or like these things wrong, right? Yeah. So I like I will look at something and then I will say something about it, and people are just like, "You're looking at it currently." Just fucking say that. Okay. So example, riding down the road and you see like power lines and there's trees that have been cut to yeah. fit the power. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. You thought it grew around. I said, oh my God, those trees are so smart. Look how they just grew. To- I love that so- I knew what you were going to say because I feel like that's an exact thought I would have. Yeah. I'm so I've, I've said embarrassed. That. Oh God, see, I'm not anymore because those are just Mickey moments. No, but I just know if I said that to Seth that he would just be like, oh Scott has <laughs> slow turn, look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, that's me. And and, then, um, okay, I got to tell you another one. Okay. I, yeah. I, I'm living in uh, Seattle at the time. Me and some girls are getting ready to go to a concert at the Gorge. And I'm reading about what we can and cannot bring and what we need to do and what mm-hmm. we don't need to do. 
So it's like, okay, so make sure you bring this and this because it's hot during the day and it's freezing cold at night and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, um, there are no, it's telling you no to this and no to that. And it's like, okay, so no glass beers or okay, whatever. Yeah, and then yeah, it's like, sense. no trees. No guns. I, so I read that and I'm like, why the hell would I bring a tree? <laughs> why would you, what? It said no trees. That was like one of the things oh, like on there. weed trees like we literally trees that's a fucking, fucking seattle trees. thing fucking, i'm sorry no it's telling me that there are no goddamn trees for shade <gasps> oh my god i was st- oh i was t- i'm so ashamed see i went down the that's path what with i you. i was like that's only some shit seattle people say no, i'm like why would i bring- i'm sorry seattle i love Who you could bring a fucking tree <laughs> <laughs> they don't want you johnny apple seeding the shit out of their lawn I was okay so, I mean, and i was on the phone with my friend i was going with as i'm reading the list and she's like mickey seriously i hope i made you feel better mickey Um, oh you did thank you (laughs) so they're mickey case okay so now they're mickey slash casey yeah yeah so next time scott comes down and you say would you say this to casey (laughs) would you say and i'm gonna say would you say this to mickey (laughs) to seth and when he makes me feel stupid so i don't mess up too many things that you're talking but you about, relate but on that level i'm can. an idiot so in, yeah. in college not a verbal to, learner or not a oral no nah, never mind i'm gonna stop talking <laughs> we used to play this game it started by robbie thomas our friend um where you would purpose the lead singer of matchbox 20 um no that's rob thomas oh, okay <laughs> that's a clear difference <laughs> robbie <laughs> thomas um but the whole concept of the game and it was ongoing was that we would say something like that knowing what the right answer was but try to make the other person go like so if they looked at you like so as your example with the trees i know that the if i know that the trees have been cut that way around the power lines i would go wow the trees just go like grow that way i guess and then if someone gives you a look like you're stupid then they lose you just got them because they made you get what i'm saying not really. No, I do. But how do you win the game? I mean, there's not. That's how you just won it. Oh, so you, oh, so you would pretend to be stupid. You're, you're pretending to oh, say something stupid. We would fucking win that game, Mickey. <laughs> I would we would tear that fucking shit. annihilate <laughs> these bitches. And not even know. We're fucking At the genius. end of the night, I'd be like, what just when they're like good job Mickey you did it you're like Like, one I remember for example was watching football on TV and when the you know yellow line goes across the street my friend Autumn I'm like how the fuck can they see that that's exactly what you said how did they make that line come up so fast and Robbie the inventor of the game was like uh and then he just realized in that moment like he had been gotten he had just oh, lost oh because they were trying yes oh no 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 when See, I first I started yeah, watching real. football when I was younger I had I was like do they have somebody paint that yeah like how are they how do they <laughs> do so that so fast I swear to god what I did not get it that? yeah I'm yeah <laughs> Mickey so like you know how certain friends fill certain holes in yourself yeah. <laughs> you fill a lot of holes I, I found so my much fucking better knowing that somebody else's is I found my final puzzle piece. <laughs> this is I, will I feel like seven holes fill certain holes too. Yeah, the physical ones, yes, all of them. Oh no, or yes, never mind. That's not what this podcast is about. You can go listen to literally any other podcast posted by women. <laughs> Or this one, because we're also going to talk about it. <laughs> so you, 
our next phrase? Uh, yeah, let's hear the next like, phrase. I'm like, I just want to quit talking about my holes for a second. <laughs> <laughs> we have to Please tell me the next phrase. Lot. Just one second. <laughs> okay. Ooh. We've been talking about holes for a while now. Bury the hatchet. <laughs> you know where it comes from, Mickey? Okay, well, if I were to bury a hatchet, it would be because I killed somebody. So I would bury oh. that motherfucker. So oh, well, that's a good. That is actually a good theory. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mickey's on this one. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, the meaning is to stop a conflict and make peace. The origin <laughs> dates back to early times in North America when Puritans and Native Americans were in conflict. Uh, whenever they would meet to like negotiate shit to hopefully find peace mm-hmm. um native americans would bury all of their hatchets um n- hatchets whatever they had knives clubs tomahawks anything as a sign of peace yeah arrowheads okay. they literally yeah well, they literally buried their weapons um and made them inaccessible i guarantee <laughs> they were not buried that deep <laughs> well here's the thing <laughs> I, I was like researching this i was like oh my god was that like a thing that you know puritans also did like was it like a respect like we're gonna bury it here no the puritans would still show up with their guns and the native americans were literally Mm -hmm. like look this is we are trying we are a peaceful people and don't want to fucking lose everything we buried our hatchets but they did yeah yeah and they buried their fucking they they tried to show up and there's so many sad sad fucking examples of when they were literally trying to come peacefully because they thought they were talking to people of their same mindset. Yeah. Um, and they were all slaughtered, so it's really fucking sad. Yeah. But yeah, so bury the hat. Like, the thing about when I was doing all this is, like, we say this every day, commonplace settings. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize the origin of them. Like, no. Let's just bury the hatchet when you're talking about a fucking tiff you get into with your friend. Yeah. And it's like, God, man, like, that comes from some dark shit. Yeah. Like, anyway okay good one moving on (laughs) moving on caught red-handed i feel like i've heard the origin of this before that's the first one where i was like i feel like when i say you're gonna be like oh i should have known that i've been to europe (laughs) i've been to the uk (laughs) i mean because that's shit okay well we all know what it means to be caught in the act of doing something wrong Mm mm-hmm um, it originates from an old English law that ordered any person would be punished for if they like butchered an animal of their neighbors or one that they didn't mm-hmm. own. The only way the person could be convicted was if they he was literally gone. caught with <laughs> the animal's blood. Okay, I don't think I have Still ever heard that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, you could only be mm-hmm. convicted. Yeah. <sighs> don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Ooh, I know this one. Do you? <clears throat> so back in the day when they didn't have running hot water, they would have to, you know, warm the water up on the stove. And so the man of the house would go first, and then the sons, and then the mom, then the daughters, and then the youngest children. And so by that time, the water would be cold, and they'd say, like, don't throw that water out with the baby in it kind of thing because it'd be well no it'd be so fucking dark and dirty yeah like just full of filth and you you would sometimes lose a baby in it it would be so disgusting by that time because everybody shared the bath water yeah she's exactly right so wow um 
nailed it yeah you did <laughs> got it back in the 1500s they only bathed once to, once a year usually in june which is why they all got married in june because yeah because they were clean which is why we have bouquets because it would hide the scent of yeah wow the bride yeah. would carry the bouquet to hide Just, her yeah musk ass yep her musk <laughs> um but yeah they they bathe performing whiff tests on the bride yeah <laughs> oh. um but yeah so they bathe in the same water without mm-hmm. ever changing it up um, males first females children and babies last by the time they bathed the babies uh it was so dirty that um sometimes babies would get lost and drown um god the mothers really had to be careful that their babies were not thrown out with the bathwater. yeah so cool cool cool, that's where that comes from cool cool. yep um next phrase cat got your tongue it means like a person who is at a loss for words no i know that i I know but just in case our listeners don't because we got people from all over the world yeah yeah i'm sorry it's fine (laughs) <laughs> I thought you were talking specifically to me. No, I'm sorry. I made eye contact because you're just so beautiful. <laughs> just you caught my eye. So sorry. <laughs> I don't know that one. I don't know either. Okay. Or the origins of that one. Yeah. This is um a phrase that originated with the English Navy. Um they had a whip that was called cat of nine tails and they used it for flogging. Apparently the pain was so awful and intense and severe it caused the victim to just like not say anything for a long time like literally just Mm. sit there like reeling in their pain um then there is another theory which is interesting because we just did the cat yeah one from egyptians Mm -hmm. where liars and blasphemers tongues were cut and fed to the cats which i could believe because they fucking love their cats in egypt Yep, so there's, yeah, there you go. Um, Die hard, the word die hard, when you're like a die hard fan of something, you're so dedicated to it. You just, you love it so much. Hmm? No one? Bueller. 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 (laughs) No one? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, Dates back to the 1700s. Um, Basically, it described... (laughs) Okay, this one sucks. <laughs> this one's sad. This one can't have a yeah. spin on it. So, back when we used to, like, fucking hang people. Mm-hmm. Not we, but, I mean, some of our ancestors. Um, mm-hmm. When they were ex- executed by hanging, it became popular in the 1811s Battle of... I can't... Albuera? Al- 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 whatever. Fucking Google it. Albuera. A L B U E R A. Abuera. Abuera. I shouldn't have put lip gloss on. Abuera. Abuera. Nope. Okay, anyway. So a Brit a wounded British officer named William Inglis um urged his unit to like keep going by yelling, Stand your ground and die hard, make the enemy pay dear for each of us. Nothing. Mm. Um the 57th Regiment, which was his, suffered 75% casualties during battle, and they went on to earn the nickname Diehards. 
mm. the diehards. So like they literally died hard. When was that? Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, seventeen or what battle was it? Oh, it was the. Oh, you have to make me say the okay one battle. War. I don't know. I don't know. It was 1811 Battle of Albuera. Oh, Albuera. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to. See, Napoleonic <laughs> Wars during the Napoleonic Wars. Napoleon, yeah, Napoleonic. Oh, you see how I just fucking like Napoleon. You remember who Napoleon Napoleonic. was? The Short Man Wars. The Chode Wars. The Chode Wars. That dude had a chode. He was, he was, he was a chode. Do you like how I fucking wait, shut up? Wait, is Napoleon the new nickname for a chode? Uh, I could not sleep with him. He had a total Napoleon. I, okay, yeah, I love it. Wait. Oh, never mind. That's Neapolitan ice cream. Never mind. Sorry. And the same letters, different arrangement. Y'all, I'm smart. I promise I'm smart. I'm sorry. Hey, what is the Albert Einstein saying? You think I fucking am going to know what Einstein's saying? You, like, quoted a whole Jack Kerouac a minute ago. That's different. He fucking was on benzos and high as fuck and wrote on the road. Of course I'm going to relate to a drug addict way more than a fucking genius (laughs) autistic scientist. Let's be real. What was it? The, uh, if you try to teach a fish and a bird the same way, now I'm messing up. It's not, they're not going to learn. One of them will learn. You can't, (laughs) you can't teach a fish and a bird the same thing. Now what? What? Now I'm not. Now I'm okay. messing What's the that? next? You're fucking up a saying. I am totally fucking up a saying. And we are gonna end this fucking. If you if you try to teach a fish how to fly, it will always think it's dumb. That's right. Or something. Yeah. Or t- try to teach a bird how to swim. One of those. One of those. Doesn't same matter. Same Albert, yeah, if you're yeah. listening, could you please email hello at funeralstories.com and let us know you're saying <laughs> from beyond the grave. Yeah. From the other grave. Beyond the grave. Okay. Next saying. Running amok. Does it have to do with the muckrakers? Hold on, because... I mean, I don't have anything in my notes about that but what i have is like it's not i don't i don't maybe that's a way you say the, three two one <laughs> the fuck are the muckrakers maybe a lot of these have like different fucking possible backgrounds different origins the fuck is that the muckrakers were the the people in american history oh, i, I thought the you said a muckrakers <laughs> Because it's re- running amok. The muckrakers. Do you know how do you spell running amok? How do you spell? How do you? How would you spell it? A m u c k. A m o k. A m o k. But okay, so I I know the muckrackers. That's how I always said it. Like wait, are we talking about the nutcracker? Basically, but you put you take the t out and put an m in, and you got it. Exactly right. Are you saying mutt? Whoever called you dumb, Mickey. <laughs> I'll fight him. Um, muckrackers. Muckraker. That's what I called them, muckrackers. I was literally reading in history class, and I, that's how I said it to myself. You said muckracker? Muckrackers. <laughs> muckrackers. Yeah. Why it's so fucking funny, y'all? <laughs> muckraker. No, that has no. That's why okay. I was like, I don't know the fuck she's talking about. And then she's like, Oh, it's a, you know, America. I was like, Bitch, I know American history. I'm American. Run amok. 
is yes. what you're saying. Yes. Okay. M-U-C-K. And we, no. A-M-O-K. Okay. So it's Running amok. Like when they run amok. Mm-hmm. Our kids M-O-K. are fucking running amok. Right. Mm-hmm. So we know what that means. <laughs> okay. Do you want to actually get something right? Do you want to describe what it means? <laughs> no, I really want you to tell me. Before I pee my pants. Tell me where it came from. Do you have to pee? No. Oh, you're I was just like, cracking me up. <laughs> oh, just I guess muckrakers. <laughs> Erratic <laughs> behavior. Being dumb. Yeah. So it actually, making, you'll appreciate, it's a medical term. Okay. Ooh. It began as a medical term. Um, It was like 18th, 19th centuries when European visitors would go to Malaysia and they learned of a very strange affliction mentally i'm doing the keith morrison voice again <laughs> um that calls well you think you are <laughs> bitch i'm nailing it i'm running amok with fucking keith morrison voice okay keith morrison's gonna start imitating me casey from funeral stories listen subscribe keith uh, fucking donate to our patreon <laughs> patreon.com backslash funeral stories um so the tribe's been in malaysia um Okay, sorry. <laughs> one, two. They would go... Oh, there we go. I appreciate that. It's also three, two, one, but God, you're cute. <laughs> it's actually not even three, two, one. It's three, two. <laughs> right, fuck. We're both adorable. <laughs> the one is silent. <laughs> so, the tribesmen... We're not editing in at... anything we're not editing any of this out (laughs) so the malaysian tribesmen who were usually pretty like there with it um they would go on brutal and like really make no sense totally senseless which would be fuck me (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about i gotta three two one this one two Okay, I think we're I not have officially figured out. out that I Let should me. not be part of this. <laughs> Are you trying to leave? No, no. I was like, God, no. I'm just saying just I shouldn't be here on the reg because I'm like totally <laughs> fucking y'all shit. Casey's fuck ups. Running a muck. Three, Running two. <laughs> she did it. Yay! Not a Mickey fuck up. <laughs> okay, so running a muck. It's not about muck rakers, so I'm I'm out. That's my, that was my guess. Okay, so since no one can guess what running amok is, and honestly, like, I definitely would have known, um, uh, it was a medical term. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was popularized in the 18th and 19th centuries. Um, European visitors to Malaysia would, uh, they learned of a peculiar mental affliction that caused otherwise normal tribesmen to go on a brutal and seemingly random killing spree okay a muck a-m-o-k was derived from a muko muko a-m-u-c-o i'm gonna fuck this up you got this a gang of javanese and malay warriors that were known for their really just terrible violence um initially a source of sick fascination for westerners so people from europe would be like totally fascinated by these crazy fuckers kind of like we watch investigation discovery nowadays 
It would be the same, but live action. (laughs) In 1972, explorer Captain James Cook wrote, to, quote, run amok is to sally forth from the house, (laughs) kill the person or person supposed to have injured the amok, and any other person that attempts to impede his passage. All right. Uh, It was thought to be a result of evil spirits possessing a person. The phenomenon... Oh. Phenomenon is later. Phenomenon. Sorry. Phenomenon. It later found its way into like actual DSM, psychi- psychiatric yeah. manuals. I was going to say, oh, so they were crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's actually still a diagnosable condition, mental condition to oh, this wow. day. Hmm. So to be. They yeah. are in psychosis. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. They're psychotic. To be a muck. Yeah. yeah. All right. I got it. Yeah. What about riding shotgun? Ooh, I know. What? Because you used to always keep their shotgun in the front seat. But because of... Vampires. (laughs) 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 Bitch, you've been reading too much Twilight. (laughs) So, it's like basically back when they would be on horseback and carrying like bank or like whatever money and then there would be like people on the horseback with their shotguns and so you know trying to steal their money or whatever and though there would be a person in the front seat with a shotgun to defend them basically she's right (laughs) um she right are you surprised or something not at all just after how long it took y'all to figure out a monk (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. But I'm totally way. fucking with you. I love you guys. <laughs> so um, the origin is, uh, it refers to the passenger of a stagecoach. They would sit next to the driver with a shotgun to protect from attackers along the way. However, there's no evidence that the expression was actually used in the times of the Wild West. And it's more more likely that it came about when Hollywood started making Western films. But yeah, so riding okay. shotgun, get in the front seat. Yeah. Mickey was right. Um, kick the bucket. Which means to die. So yeah. Oh, they finally kicked the bucket. <laughs> oh, Mima finally kicked the bucket. That was... All I can think about think is like a long time ago, and they all peed in the same bucket, and then they kicked it outside. That's a good one. That's just gross. Yeah, I had some... So- a similar thought about, yeah, some sort of bucket in a hospital room type Ew. situation. Or like when they used to throw the commodes out the window. But then yep. I also thought when, oh, here I am again, suicide. <laughs> I don't know why I think all these. But, you know, you kick the bucket out to hang yourself. Ooh, damn. So, <sighs> slaughterhouse days. Okay. Slaughter. When killing a cow at a slaughterhouse, huh? they would place a bucket beneath the animal. Ooh, to it collect the blood. Positioned on a pulley. Um, they would when they would try to adjust the animal, cow would kick its kick out its legs and therefore the bucket would be kicked out while being killed. The other origin, commonly thought origin, is from back in the day when they would hang people. Hmm. They would place them on something like a, a crate chair or, a, or bucket a bucket or a chair and or would I guess when people commit suicide? Yeah, like you said. So not um, that far off. That they would flail their legs violently yeah. and kick the crate, the bucket, whatever yeah. there is beneath them, 
just in like a natural response of yeah. fuck this sucks I'm I'm dying, dying. <laughs> yeah strangulation um, so kick the buckets like yeah, not a fun okay. phrase. I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like really any of these. These are just getting worse and worse. Like it started off kind of light, and you're just gonna, oh, let's just get darker and darker, guys. It'll be fun. Well, uh, listen, we are dummies. rooted in some really terrible shit. Yeah, all of us, especially white people. But you know, at the same time, it's good to think about it. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. <laughs> it's good bit. to think about these things like, to know what you're saying. To know the origins yeah, of what yeah, the words yeah, that you're saying. Yeah, especially yeah. burying the hatchet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um waking up in bed. Nope. <laughs> Did you just mess it? <laughs> waking was up. Was that in a bed. flashback? <laughs> no, I just knew I was fucking it up, so I stopped before uh, I Nope. Good job, Casey. Nope. I was going to say, you're waking learning. up in bed in a bad mood, and I meant to say waking up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> Hmm. That's so, a good one. Waking up on the wrong side of the bed. I have no idea. No, I can't no, wait to no, hear about no, it. No, I don't. No. Okay, so the left side of like anything throughout history has been considered to be the evil side. <gasps> yeah, like the left I'm side. Evil. Are you a left handed? I am. You better be praying, girl. I'm a left side of the bed person too. I didn't even know until right now. That was left. Well, mm. all right, continue. I'm evil. But but the left side of anything was yeah. considered to be, like, if it's symmetrical, Ooh, the left so side like of left, anything. And left-handed, left-handed people, people or, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, left-handed. like, it's like, oh, you were a uh, fuck-up. You're a witch. <laughs> yeah, Something's you're a witch. Something's wrong or, with you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> He's a lefty. I'm so. burning his ass at the state. <laughs> at the state, we, we about to go back to Salem, baby. Um, anyway, yeah. So, it was also considered a sign of bad luck. Which yeah. I can see that. Um, so to like ward off evil, people would push their beds against the wall mm-hmm. so that people would have to get out of bed on the right side. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd push it in a corner against a wall so that their whoever would come to their house or them would have to get out on the right side of the bed. Huh. Okay, so is that like facing the head of the bed or facing the... No, like the the side, whatever the left side of the bed was, they would push it into a corner. I know, I or, get that. But uh, are you looking at the head of the bed when you you're say stage left? left? Is how I think of it. I think it would be like where you were yeah, sleeping. Like where yeah, you're like laying. how you get out of the bed. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I like okay. yeah, yeah. Because if, if someone's yeah, looking, I guess in I'm the, pretty fucking evil then. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? This none of this shit makes sense. There's Somebody, no scientific whoever evidence. built my house, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> because they pushed my bed to the right side. Yeah. It's not my fault. <laughs> All right. We'll just have to look and see where true north is and then decide. <laughs> okay, I'll get a compass. I'm, I'm good. All right. Not if Scott's holding it. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, mm. speaking of Scott, I love you, Scott. Blue blood. What's that mean? I don't know. I don't is that it. mean of me? I wasn't being mean, was I? I don't know. Blue blood is like when you're born into money. You're rich. Yeah. Oh, silver spoon. Like kind of yeah. thing. You're blue blood. You. Okay. Do you know where it comes from? You knew that, right? Like yeah. white. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. blue blood. But I didn't. I, I was just trying to think of where you were going. Where where yeah, what the meaning of that could be. So it's kind of racist. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> it dates back to the Middle Ages. Um, it was believed that those who had 
paler skin. Mm-hmm. Basically saying their ancestors had not married anyone of darker skin. Mm-hmm. They were like aristocrats. They were yeah. noblemen. Blue the, bloods. Yes. So, and the main reason was that their veins were more visible through their pale-ass skin. Oh. And it their, made their blood look icy blue. God, people were dumb back Oh, then. so yeah. stupid. So yeah. fucking God, dumb. I want to meet up with somebody from like, Little Ages and be like, oh my God, have do you bathing know stupid suits. They didn't have bathing suits mm-hmm. to lay out in the sun. It's probably too fucking cold. They hadn't <laughs> <I guess>. fucking <laughs> came to the Caribbean yet. Jesus. Well, thank fuck. We could have delayed that a little bit longer, but... <sighs> Please just punch. This one's fucking dark. Okay. So you don't know. Okay. Um, but you know what it means. Wait, did you just say a phrase? <laughs> Please just punch. <laughs> That's not what I thought you said. Okay. <laughs> what did you think I said? I thought we were like going to the... I'm sorry. I thought we did were you going like, to the next phrase? phrase. No. Okay. Oh, you thought like I was being like, oh, I'm pleased as punch. Moving on. I didn't know. I just didn't think you said <laughs> pleased as punch, but I didn't really understand oh. what you said. You're just well, like, I'm glad you're clarifying because yes. there might be someone else and <laughs> so, everyone listening. Okay. So the phrase is pleased please as punch. punch. Okay. Oh, that was cute. You did it together. Please right. as punch. Please, please as punch. We know what it means, right? Mm, not really not really oh my god i mean i've heard it please just punch with this thank you i mean i guess it means i'm happy yeah yeah. super like i could not be happier yeah punch has this punch i don't fucking know i just layla brought me a sticker it made me please just punch there you go okay she brought both y'all stickers Mm -hmm. um okay so (laughs) it's actually really fucking dark okay here we go i like it i'm hiding so the punch in this phrase does not refer to the drink we have at parties, mm-hmm. but rather a um really sinister children's puppet. Punch and Judy. Punch and Judy. They're uh they okay, so this included wife beating, mm-hmm. baby squashing, and murder. Baby squashing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Punch and Judy? No, not for Be- me. It became really popular in mm-hmm. England during the late sixteen hundreds. The plot followed the same theme, as I just said. Yeah. Punch got really pissed off, and he'd go on a killing spree, murdering everyone with his slapstick. Punch would kill his child, then his hysterical wife, Judy, then any authority figure. I'm talking doctor, policeman, fireman. I don't know if they had him back then. A a fucking citizen that was saying hey i'm gonna call the cops he'd just slaughter him anyone that tried to come help you know stop him he would laugh and say that's the way we do it every time he killed someone so it's really dark so he was he enjoyed his murder and this is a fucking puppet show yeah children's puppet show (laughs) pleases punch when he kills people yeah so i'm pleased as punch Okay. I will totally let somebody know what the fuck they just said if they ever said it <laughs> around me. I want places punch. Like, oh, do, oh really? Do you know where that came from? Mm. I'm gonna tell you. It's kind of terrifying. That's dark. Yeah. So, are you gonna murder me and squash my baby? <laughs> I'm gonna need you to leave my party. <laughs> this is not fun anymore. Totally, just blew it. <laughs> Um, do y'all know what it means to wreak havoc? I mean, to cause we chaos. We know what it means. Yeah. Do you know where it comes from? No. 
Mm-mm. My God, my headphones almost went out. Okay. Does it have something to do with a bad smell? <laughs> Reek? I don't know. No, because it's W-R-E-E. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, got you. Um, God, my headphones keep cutting out. Okay. So, basically, the havoc refers to theft, murder, and rape. Okay. So, when someone's wreaking havoc, like, they're going through their closet trying to find something to wear. They're, they're like not Vikings. That's Anglo's, Anglo-Norman oh. battlefield cry. Well, there we go. <laughs> havoc. Havoc was yeah. an Anglo-Norman battlefield cry, um, meaning they could bring... Rape um, and pillage. And- well, yeah. Unlimited slaughter destruction and plunder upon wherever they were going uh the uh reign of richard ii 14th century the cry was outlawed (laughs) okay and anyone that responded to that cry were sentenced to beheading damn so like that's a pretty if you're gonna come fucking rape and pillage like can they lose their head real quick (laughs) so we don't all die can we cut these bitches off we're we're done here if you wreak havoc you kick the bucket there you go literally (laughs) but like not even because they're just gonna put you in the guillotine oh yeah that's true i don't know if you know anything about anything (laughs) 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 sorry what about like deadline you gotta meet a deadline I mean, I guess if you they gave you a time to finish something, and if you didn't, they're gonna cut. Does that have to do with the time off. of death? Both are very good guesses. Okay, but wrong. I will say that it, I went to journalism school, and I'd never learned this. Mm-hmm. That they'd always say deadline. You're, you got to meet this deadline. So this is fascinating. Um, but it does evoke dread if you're in journalism school. Mm-hmm. You're a little scared. Oh fuck, I'm gonna. Fail. Did you think about your or, bills, your rights, your deadlines, when you think you're gonna die? Exactly. Okay. Um, but it actually has nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay. Deadline was a term for a, a literal line at Andersonville Prison, which was a Confederate prison in the Civil War for Union soldiers. Mm-hmm. It existed, the prison. Andersonville it, is where my uncle is buried. In South yeah. Carolina? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> No, Georgia must be another Anderson. In there's America's, like probably five of them. I think he's talking about Georgia. South Carolina. No, yeah. but there's a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of Andersonvilles. Okay. <laughs> it actually the prison only existed for 14 months mm-hmm. and only accommodated 10,000 people in stockade in like stockade surrounded by big tall pine trees or well not trees but logs. Oh my mm-hmm. god. This is Andersonville Prison, like the prison camp of war where the Confederate soldiers would hold the Union soldiers. Yeah. That's in Georgia. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. South Carolina, but that's... Mm -mm. That's that's... where I grew up. I mean, I grew up right around the corner from that. Oh, wow. I was buried there. Shit. Okay. Well, y'all was wrong. Um, Uh, Google. Sorry. You have it wrong. Um. Within that compound, there was another fence. Prisoners called the deadline. 20 feet away from surrounding walls stopped anyone from climbing over or tunneling under. Um, uh, they had sentries posted in pigeon routes to shoot any prisoner across or touch the fence. What's even more awful is there was severe overcrowding. Mm-hmm. N- nearly a third of all prisoners that went were sent to die there 
died of uh, from poor sanitation, malnutrition, yep. disease, overcrowding, and exposure to the elements. Mm. So. That's definitely in Georgia. That's <laughs> good to know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it said Andersonville, South Carolina. That's Georgia. But also, like, South Carolina is very similar to oh, Georgia. Yeah. And yeah. Andersonville's a big city. Someone, you'll have to, like, really after we get done with this, you'll have to look it up. But Shit, I'm going to look it up now because I don't want incorrect shit going on yeah my uncle was buried there with the you know 21 gun salute and everything yeah i took scott there like one of the first times he ever came down to where i lived because it's only like 20 minutes from my house yeah it's in georgia Hmm. the andersonville national historic site located near anderson georgia preserves the former andersonville prison camp sumter a Confederate prison of war camp during the final 14 months of the American Civil War. Okay. Yeah. It's very sad. Macon County. So, hey. Oh, God. So, they died. Yeah. Okay. Of the approximately 45,000 Union prisoners held at Camp Sumter during the war, nearly 13,000 died. The chief sad. causes of death were scurvy, diarrhea, and dysentery. Ooh. From poor sanitation, like water. They would drink the dirty water. I mean, they never got fed. It was awful. Yeah, so that is where the deadline, the fence 20 feet around, Mm -hmm. the other fence is where... Yeah, they still have... I mean, they don't have the same ones, but they have done like a, you know, a recreation of it. And they have like those tall pine trees like you were just talking about, and they have them. It's it's awful. So did uh, Sherman burn it? Hmm? Sherman, did he burn it? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I mean, after, you know, the the union won the war everything was destroyed that we had down here so i I, yeah i was just thinking maybe that was like one of on his stops i don't remember when he was burning every fucking thing we had i know it was one of the worst prison areas for any of the you know prisoner of wars it was one of the worst if not the worst yeah that we could do a whole fucking (laughs) season on civil war oh yeah you guys never seen that movie there's a movie andersonville there's a movie based on that place hmm. yeah was morgan freeman in it i don't remember <laughs> probably I, not, not uh, if it's a civil war movie but no <laughs> no morgan freeman's in every movie as i was asking <laughs> every like, single fucking especially movie. any movie that's gonna make you feel anything he's awesome yeah he's god he is the voice of god he is god <laughs> i'm telling you like that is what i hear when i yeah. think about god so when you or pray, james earl jones Ooh. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. He reads the Bible. There's that's who does the audiobook of the Bible, James Earl Jones. Who reads the book of Scientology? Oh god. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. You know, I heard he left. <gasps> what? Are we allowed to say that? I would have gotten fucking a notice. <gasps> you know Sethin's fucking grandfather is in the head of like he's one of the heads of the Church of Scientology. Mm-hmm. That's just weird. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> Sethin's so- like, this is crazy you didn't know that Sethan was a Scientologist there's no other word for that but fucking weird I've never met him he tried to meet me when I was working in LA on a film and um or a photo shoot and he's I was like no because I will get into a black car and never come back yeah like he's going to kidnap me yeah but he sends he sends really great gifts okay dead as a doornail I feel like Oh my gosh, I know this. I've heard this one before. Think hard, because if you can help me out with this one, that's great. 
I know I have heard this and now I can't think of what it was. What if I say like Shakespeare? No. No. Charles Dickens Christmas Carol? No. Okay. So anyway, it was it the first time it came into like lexicon, I guess, in 1350, there was a translation of an anonymous 12th century French poem. That was the first time. Mm-hmm. And then it can, the next time that they can trace it was in Henry VI, Part Two by Shakespeare. And then Charles Dickens in 1843, A Christmas Carol, when he wrote, Old Marley was as dead as a doornail. Then he went on to explain through the narrator that he wasn't quite sure why it would be a, why it wouldn't be a coffin nail, thanks to the fact that it was a, the deadest piece of ironmongery in the trade. Okay, that's, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there's also another possible explanation. <laughs> so back in the day, wooden doors were secured with nails that were like beaten all the way through and bent on the protruding side for like, I mean, we've done that. Yeah. If, if we build something, we're going to bend the nail mm-hmm. to make it stronger. Uh, it's called clinching and basically useless. Like you're ruining the nail. Like yeah. you can't use you it ever it. again. Yeah. It, it may also refer to um, in driving the nail through, like I'll do that, driving the nail through the door. I was pretending to drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you drive a nail. <laughs> so if you really fucking hit a nail as hard uh-huh. as you can, it's going to be rendered useless yeah. ever again and dead from the trauma. Six feet under? I know That's why. how deep you, a body is, is buried. buried. But why? Because of animals. Wait, but it's not how deep a body is buried. No, they're actually seven feet. No. Do what? I mean, no, I mean, not, not, that's not, there's no laws based around that. Yeah, not that fascinating. Hmm. Okay, so I totally thought that people were buried six feet Me because too. of animals. Well, I thought so too, but that's not why. It was. It actually started back during the plague in 1665. Um, you would have to. They would say you had to bury someone six feet under to prevent the plague the from spread spreading because okay. their body was still contaminated. Yeah, with back in, when the bubonic plague was killing oh. everyone, they would say you have to bury them. Um, uh, London's Lord Mayor literally wrote a law ordering corpses be buried no less than six feet deep to help prevent the spread of the, you know, of the plague. Yeah, of the plague. And it took more than a, a hundred thousand lives. And back then, in fucking sixteen sixty five, when the world's population was nowhere near what it is today, that was a shit ton of people. Um, but there's actually no regulation today, and graves can be as shallow as four feet. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, this all started because... Where'd my fucking phone go? Hold on, hold on. You know, my dad, um, one of his jobs as a teenager mm-hmm. was digging graves. What? Mm-hmm. Does he have any crazy stories? He He's doing? the one who told me about it being six feet deep because of animals. Yeah. I imagine down here... That's the truth. Well, we're actually from Michigan. So. Oh. But, like, yeah, I was going to say, what about, like, up north when the ground's super cold? Yeah, an animal wouldn't really, would have a hard time digging the ground. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Just saying. Um, anyway, 
so aside from me fucking up phrases <laughs> on the reg, um, what really got me thinking about this was Mickey's husband, Scott, posted this thing on Facebook, and I thought it was super fascinating. Um, and I'm just going to read it. It comes from a page called Man Cave, which I'm not sure I actually would ever follow. It's <laughs> called <but laughs> Man Cave. Yeah. But <laughs> It said, I'm just going to read it straight up because it's fucking Facebook and this is the free market of social media. Okay. So, did you know people used to use urine to tan animal skins? So, families used to pee all pee in a pot and then once a day it was taken and sold to the tannery. If you had to do this to survive, you were piss poor. Wow. No, actually, Man Cave, I did not know that. <laughs> but worse than that. Uh, were the really poor folk who couldn't even afford to buy a pot. They didn't have a pot to piss in and the lowest of low. So how many times have you heard somebody say, well, they ain't got a pot, pot to piss, piss in. in. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next time you're washing your hands and complain because the water temperature isn't just how you like it, think about how things used to be. Here are some facts about the 1500s. And we, I'm going to skip this because we already talked about like why people carry bouquets, mm-hmm. um, throwing the baby out with bath water. Houses had thatched roofs, thick straw piled high with no wood underneath. It was the only place for animals to get warm. So all the cats and other small animals, mice, bugs, lived in the roof. When it rained, it became slippery and sometimes animals would slip and fall off the roof. (laughs) Hence the saying, it's raining cats and dogs. There was nothing to stop things from falling into the house. This posed a real problem in the bedroom where bugs and other droppings could mess up your nice, clean bed. Mm. Hence, a bed with big posts and a sheet hung over the top afforded some protection. That's how canopy beds came into existence. Wow. The floor was dirt. Only the wealthy had something other than dirt, hence a saying, dirt poor. (laughs) The wealthy had slate floors that would get slippery in the winter when wet, so they spread thresh, a.k.a. straw, on the floor to help keep their footing as the winter wore on they added more thresh until when you open the door it would all start slipping outside a piece of wood was placed the interest way hence a threshold hmm. so you'd carry a bride over the threshold oh gotcha in those old days they cooked in the kitchen with a big kettle that always hung over the fire every day they lit the fire and added things to the pot they ate mostly vegetables and did not get much meat they would get the stew for dinner leaving leftovers in the pot to get cold overnight and then start over the next day Sometimes stew had food in it that had been there for quite a while. <laughs> Hence the rhyme, peas porridge hot, peas porridge cold, peas porridge in the pot nine days old. Sometimes they could obtain pork, which made them feel quite special. When visitors came over, they would hang up their bacon to show it off. It was a sign of wealth that a man could bring home the bacon. <laughs> they would cut off a little to share with guests and would all sit around to chew the fat. Cool. Mm, me too. I hate that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate like I when I eat bacon I don't I want it to be fucking fried to death and I, if I bite into a piece of fat I will literally peel it out and give it to my dogs. I know that there's people listening to this that are like that's not how you eat bacon. That's how I eat bacon. Why yes, the hell would you feed it to your dogs? Because people are thinking that. I promise. Oh, my dogs are literally gonna die any day, so I can give them some pleasure. <laughs> Those with money had plates made of. Pewter. Is that right? Pewter? Pewter. Pewter? Pewter. Pewter. I was really hoping it was pewter. Like church pew. Nope, pewter. Pewter. Goddamn it. Do you know what pewter is, Mickey? Sure. What is it? Something they made dishes out of. <laughs> Good. I was going to say, bitch, don't be like, I, I, I know what that is. Because I, I don't, don't fucking know. know. A silver metal. 
Scott see, could tell you what but the see, fuck this they bitch made just, it out of. She already told us. My parent had a, my parents had their wedding the china pewter was pewter. station. I was like, they all right, just because you know how to say the word doesn't mean you know what it is. Okay, come on, Mickey. Help me feel I stupid. I know how to say it. You, be stupid with me, Mickey. God. <laughs> we have one job, and it's to be stupid together. Well, I don't know what pewter is. I just know it's pewter. Well, it's a silver metal, apparently. Oh, great. I didn't great. know that, but Laura That still said doesn't that. tell me shit. It's that a, they make dishes out of. Does it yeah. tell you anything? Silver. <laughs> great. Well, but if you were rich, you had it. That's what I know now. Cool. from reading this <laughs> all right <laughs> so basically but this is you smart rich lady oh my god <sighs> me no i'm talking to fucking laura i was say girl i'm dirt poor <laughs> she fucking knows what pewter is she's rich oh she, gr- she must be rich if she I knows what that is. a pewter spoon in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rich. Which is cheaper than bitch. Silver. You pewter bitch. <laughs> Come on, bitch. <sighs> so, since you're rich, you should know this. Okay. Food with high acid content caused some of the lead to leach onto the food, causing lead poisoning and death. <laughs> this happened most often with tomatoes. So, for the next 400 years, tomatoes were considered to be poisonous. Which I sometimes still consider some dumbass bitches back then. <laughs> I mean, listen, if it's not in ketchup I'll eat or sauce, pewter, but I will not eat a tomato. I do actually like tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes are just tomato, tomato. Tomatoes are poisonous, not tomatoes. That's right. <laughs> Bread if was it div- ends with an e. It's not good. Mm. Mm. Bread was divided according to status. Workers got the burnt bottom of the loaf. The family got the middle, and guests got the top or the upper crust. Mm. interesting so that's like you know interesting lead cups were used to drink ale or whiskey the combination would sometimes knock the <laughs> people <laughs> sorry i'm just thinking this is so funny they're like oh you're so fucked up they're getting fucking <laughs> lead poisoned while they're getting <laughs> fucked up like, damn that's some good shit y'all got yeah and sometimes it would knock them out for days someone walking along the road would take them for dead and prepare them for burial they were laid out on the kitchen table for a couple of days, and the family would gather around and eat and drink and wait to see if they would wake up. Hence the custom of holding awake. Hmm. I don't know if that's right, but that's what Man Cave says. Still really interesting to think that way. Uh, okay, so next thing is, England is old and small, and the local folks started running out of places to bury people. So they would dig up coffins and would take the bones to a bone house and reuse the grave. When reopening these coffins, one out of 25 coffins were found to have scratch marks on the inside. Oh, God. So they realized they had been burying people alive. So they would tie a string on the wrist of the corpse, lead it through the coffin, and up through the ground to tie it to a bell. Someone would have to sit out in the graveyard all night, a.k.a. the graveyard shift, mm-hmm. to listen for the bell. Thus, someone could be saved by the bell or was considered to be a dead ringer. Oh, bing, okay. bing, bong, bong. Dun, dun, dun. So that's it, guys. As usual, I thought it was going to be better. It wasn't. <laughs> I thought it was, <laughs> it was great. But we're still here. And you, I'm the co-host, so you have to keep listening. Because <laughs> Laura's here to follow up with a better one. That was great, Casey. Awesome. What are you talking Thanks, about? Guys, For I real. Just, you just, you know, you just really just to compliment just you? Needed, I just needed a little fucking self-deprecation. <laughs> no, I actually don't want any compliments yeah. right now. I just want to fucking... So, Casey, Miss hmm? Feminist, um, yes, what does rule of thumb 
I don't know. Tell me. Oh, Maybe. wait. It's uh, you can't beat your wife with anything bigger than your thumb. There you go. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. See, you Which know. is fucked up. Yeah. Because I'd beat a bitch. Look, bitch. Okay. <laughs> this thumb, I'm a fucking yeah, beat my bigger. man with about like eight of these thumbs. That's bigger than an inch. That's a big thumb. Is it? I don't think it's a full inch. That thumb? I don't think my thumb's an inch. But, like, I'm going to beat my man with a goddamn fucking baseball bat. Twelve of them. (laughs) We about to be 24 feet up in this bitch. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't believe in violence. Just kidding. Speaking of, happy Martin Luther King Day. Oh, yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Because that man spoke nonviolence. So, we can win without being violent. And he is the reason why integration has happened. And I was teaching my daughter about him today. And mm-hmm. it was really profound because she said, why did he die? Which was horrible mm-hmm. to have to tell her because she was like, he seems so nice. Because I said, back in the day, you couldn't be friends with Maya. And yeah. that she was like, why? And I was like, God, I love kids. Yeah. And she just couldn't understand it. And I was like, exactly. Like, it's stupid. But... I'd explain it and then I like we were watching a video about him together and it talked about how he died and she was like why did they kill him I had to talk to her about that we were literally in the doctor's office doing this talking yeah and she was like why did they do that and I had to explain it to her and I said because and then she goes well if someone tried to come hurt Maya I would fight them (laughs) she's like I would kick them and I was like no Martin Luther King said you love them you don't fight them. You love them. And and she was like, oh, shit. And so then I had to, like, really go into that of, like, why nonviolent protest is effective in some ways. And and it was just kind of a very profound moment in my motherhood to have to yeah. tell her that and, like, actually be real with her and kind of awaken her to the fact that. good for you for, you know, tr- you. teaching her that from a young age. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think it is important. Like, it sucks because it's. I, I wondered when the time would come that I had to explain to her that like color and race is a thing because kids don't see it like that. And I think, I mean, it's easy as a white person to say like, I want to just keep them pure and innocent, but that's also our own privilege because black yes. people have to have those conversations. They don't have the choice. They don't have the they choice. They grow up knowing. So like, we owe it to other cultures to talk to to teach her to be sensitive yeah to to that yeah and and i think that like you know it is martin luther king jr day officially now it's midnight Mm -hmm. and um you know white people make jokes all they want about black people or whatever and they're not jokes they're hateful words Mm -hmm. um that they laugh at because they're privileged and they're white Mm -hmm. but martin luther king actually martin luther king jr was everything Christ, if you want to call yourself a Christian, mm-hmm. wants a person to be. Yes, he may not have... Every white person would say, well, he cheated on his wife. Bitch. You know how many fucking white people I know that cheat on their wives? Yeah. But like, fuck that. Because what he did was for the greater good of America. Yeah. And if he had not organized the Birmingham... Was it what Birmingham bus boycott when Rosa Parks mm-hmm. yeah. refused to get up? That went 380-something days... There would have never been a law that was written that said it was unconstitutional to separate on public transportation white and blacks, which led to schools, to water fountains, to movie theaters, yeah. to everything, the March on Washington and all that. So anyway, I just ended that with a little. 
She says I can get on one soapbox an episode. So <laughs> that was my soapbox. So happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. That was a good one. We love you. Yes. Black, white, yellow, green, blue, LGBTQIA. You are one of us and we love you. Christian, Buddhist, Muslim. Wiccan, Muslim, whatever the fuck, everything under the umbrella of human race. We love you. Yeah. You and we are thank a you human. for listening to this. How are we ending this one? Uh, go out there and wreak some havoc because it all ends in a funeral. Bye, guys. Just wreak it peacefully. Thanks, man. <laughs> love you. <Bye. laughs> funeral Stories is produced by Seth and Molino, and music is by John Pope. Check out our website and blog by going to www.funeralstories.com. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Funeral Stories and on Instagram at Funeral underscore Stories. Donate to our cause on Patreon to unlock subscriber rewards. And please don't forget to send your funeral stories to funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com or hello at funeralstories.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes and listen on your preferred podcasting service. Thanks, guys. Bye.